The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the <clears throat> authoritative word of God. Excuse me, yes, <laughs> in my throat there. No, it's not COVID. They're not going to drop in from behind me and, and haul me off. At least I hope not. And uh, got a little problem here. Hang on just a second. You guys can see sometimes that I don't get that green screen just right. <laughs> so this is, uh, this is live radio. And, uh, of course, we're doing some stuff here. And I'm trying to find out where that's happening at. And it looks like it's happening over here. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> you can see, oh, rush in the morning and you leave stuff up. Sorry about that. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And um, we appreciate your support, everybody in the chat room who's come on for the video portion of the show, as well as you guys at Red State Talk Radio. Thank you very much for your support. If you'd like to watch the video portion of the show, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. We're going live right there on the right side of the page. And also, you can check out uh, BeforeIt'sNews.com. We are going live there on the front page as well. My Twitter account is FPPTim, streaming there, as well as Periscope and Twitch at Setting Brush Fires. Our Facebook page is Bradley Dean SOL. Our YouTube channel is Dean Sons of Liberty. And then finally, DLive.TV at The Sons of Liberty. And by the way, we've got a lot of friends from over there as well that are, that are starting to come in. And we got, we're building up, they, they have lemons, but you can take these things and turn them into real cash. So as soon as we hit 200 followers over there, it's kind of slow over there because it's mostly a gaming site, but a lot of YouTubers are going over there. Uh, we're going to dump that out to the people who have been supporting us. That's just going to be unleashed to, to the followers there. So as soon as we hit that, then we're going to do it. Um, we've been streaming there for a while, but haven't really pushed that. So if you want to catch us on DLive.TV, please do so. If you'd like to call in anytime, 215 215- Top Talk, 215-867-8255. You want to chime in on this subject this morning, please stick to the topic. We're going to be talking a little bit about Hunter Biden's laptops, and people have, have said, well, Tim, you're just, you, you must be wanting to vote for Joe Biden because <laughs> you're critical of Donald Trump. Uh, nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, but the fact of the matter is we're critical of the president because he's the one who's actually in power, Okay. Um, so he's the one charged right now with upholding the constitution. That's where we get critical with him. Uh, Joe Biden isn't, 
Currently, he is not in any power at all. He is harmless at this stage of the game. Okay, He, he does not sign bills. He does not uh, issue executive orders for the executive branch. None of that stuff. He's, he's harmless right now. He gets in power, he's going to be a dangerous guy to deal with. Okay, But he's harmless right now. And Kamala Harris, same thing. She, well, she is, she is a problem because she's a sitting U.S. senator. And we've seen what she does. <laughs> okay. All right. So <clears throat> there are several things that I want to just toss out to you. I, I began to think about this right after. You remember we had uh, Don Brown on last Monday. If you didn't hear the show, didn't see the show, it's set up in the archives. It's set at sonsoflibertymedia.com. You can just put in extortion17. It'll be the first thing that comes up. It's also on our YouTube channel. Um and we talked about this guy, Perot, who interviewed with the Benghazi uh, fallen seal, Ty Woods, and said, oh, I have this information. It's Joe Biden. It's Barack Obama. It's Hillary Clinton. It's all these people talking about outing SEAL Team 6, having them killed, um, and then that moving the next year into Benghazi. I've got terabytes of information. I just, it's my only wish to get it to the president. And I've still not seen anything really substantial come from it. Um, I know there's this this young lady, Anna Kate, and I meant to pull this up this morning. Um, and I'm going to do that right here live. And we'll, we'll just kind of see if there's anything else that has come up, but uh, I, I haven't seen anything as of yet. And she is one who is supposed to have, you know, heard this, seen the stuff and, and everything going on here. And it's like the story just seems to have fizzled out, to tell you the truth. Uh, but she tweets a lot, so I've got to scroll through. So I'll, I'll be doing some of that during the, during the show. But one of the things that I, that I noticed was this is coming out three weeks or so, four weeks before the election. But we're not given any indication that anybody heard of this stuff before. Okay. So what what are we to believe about that? The guy has not produced the evidence, as far as I've seen, of any audio recordings, except for his conversation with the congressman that he turned he allegedly turned over this evidence to. We don't have anything to pin any hopes on any of that stuff. And here's what I think it is. I think it's just more carrots dangled in front of the American people who want justice. So hear me out, people who have been critical of me being critical of the president. I'm with you on wanting justice against the people in the Obama administration and other Democrats who have served in Congress who are corrupt and acting criminally. If there's one thing you know about the Sons of Liberty is that we talk about justice, bringing justice here. Why? Because justice guards our liberty. And where's that tied to? Well, that's tied to the Bible. Justice surrounds the throne of God. He's known by his judgments. 
In fact, if you go back and read Isaiah, Isaiah says that the people don't learn by his grace. They learn by being judged. And so one of the things that, that we promote is justice. I can see the Trump bots are out today. Um, <laughs> I think this is exactly what it's about, though. I think a lot of this, it's not to, to get rid of um, any condemnation for Joe Biden or Hunter Biden. We know that Hunter is a self-professed, he's had addictions. No question about that. Uh, we know for years that Joe Biden's a creepy guy who likes to put his hands on children, smell their hair, put his hands on married women, single women, whatever. Very inappropriate for a guy in, who is who was in his position. So we know that's going on. And I'm not going to excuse that at all. In fact, he should be dealt with. I'm surprised some husband hadn't turned around and just smacked him right in his nose, you know. Punched him right in the snout over some of that stuff. So <clears throat> we know these things have gone on. We know from his own mouth, from Joe Biden's mouth, that he is guilty. He and the Obama administration are guilty of the very thing they were impeaching Donald Trump over with the Ukraine deal. That they were withholding money, which, again, I say, why are we giving them money always oh, to help keep Russia away in this? Uh, eh, okay. I, I just think it's a problem. I think it's a real problem. Okay. Yeah, where are you going, Jimmy? Where we go one, we go all. Where are you going? I mean, that's the question I have. For the people who put those things up, where are you going? Most people don't know. Trust the plan. What is the plan? Um, not to insult you, I'm just saying I don't I don't know where where the, all this happens. Anyway, to the point at hand. So we have all kinds of things, you know, that are coming off this laptop. Now, I, here's the first thing I just want you to ask. Ask yourself this. Just like the extortion 17 Benghazi bomb that's dropped here by this Alan Perot, a CIA whistleblower, is a falconer and all this other stuff. Just like that, why are we only hearing about this laptop a couple of weeks here with this issue going on here? I mean, we're, we're, we heard about the laptop. Don't get me wrong. We heard about it for what? Um or at least we're following a chain of custody, this laptop was dropped off last April. Not this past April, in 2020. In 2019, a water-damaged MacBook Pro. And we're really getting the contents of all of this, what? But Jimmy, you can't take down the deep state by continuing to fill the swamp and not prosecuting. That's the problem. Um, he's saying we're going to take down the deep state. And that's exactly what we're going to do or where we're going. Yeah, okay. Keep holding on to that pipe dream. Four years. And look, here. let me make this point before I continue on with this. Because this is the point that I see in all of this. In nearly four years, not one person has been prosecuted from the Obama administration. Not one. And all of the conservative outlets are telling you. They've shown you. We Look, 
at the Sons of Liberty, we've shown you the crimes and corruption from the Obama administration for years now. Okay? For, for years. Other conservative outlets have shown you that too. And the only reason that Obama walks the streets free and clear, that Biden is even in the running to be president, that Hillary continues on in her free existence, and others, I might add, Loretta Lynch, Eric Holder, you can name them, is because there's no prosecution. There's no justice. And again, this ties back. I say it over and over and over. The one job the president has is not the economy. He isn't even charged with that. So when people talk about, oh, he got this great economy, that isn't the president's job. It really isn't. You don't find that anywhere in the Constitution. So you have this stuff going on. Why are these people allowed to be free? Why is Hunter Biden free? Why is Joe Biden free? Why are we even hearing about Joe Biden or Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama? And we're hearing about them not just in the news or this laptop scenario or what we're going to talk about today. It just came out yesterday from Patrick Howley uh, about allegedly Joe Biden's daughter thinking she may have been molested by her father as a child. I don't think that would surprise anybody, but why are we just now hearing about that, and why do we continue to hear about them? Not just in this way, but even with the rioting that was going on. Remember that? How Obama was tied to the rioting. Right? Deep state. And yet the Trump administration, for all intents and purposes, allowed the rioting to go on months and months and months when he has the authority to put it down. That's what the militia is for, to repel invasions and suppress insurrections. Okay, that's constitutional, folks. And again, I've said I agreed with the president over giving the governors, a small space of time to correct it themselves. And when they wouldn't correct it themselves, that was his business to do. So, with that said, over the weekend we had uh, the issue where these videos emerged. Now, if you haven't seen them, don't even bother seeing them. It's just a way to demoralize you, I'm telling you. Alleged Hunter, well, I don't even think they're alleged. It's clear it's him. Hunter Biden's sex tapes while smoking crack. And obviously, this is an issue when you have this going on and then you have him tied with Chinese. And now some people are speculating that Steve Bannon, who's friends with one of these Chinese guys, that this all is tied back to the release coming out through that. But here's the thing. You have a guy who's an addict you have him engaging in sexual escapades here with somebody. And you don't think there's some extortion that can be going on here? You don't think there's some blackmail that can be going on? Of course there is. Of course there is. So we have that coming out. Then we also have um, the documents have come out that have shown, yes, he did sign off on the laptop repairs. 
Yeah, I yeah, you don't need to watch them. I'm look, they have them pixeled out and everything, and I'm just like, okay, this is to demoralize people because I wanted to see what they had before because they had some talking from the Chinese people uh, before that and after. But <clears throat> there were and there were warnings, so I'm just telling you, this is the stuff that they're saying is on there. This comes from report at uh, Geller Report. We apologize if this photo has caused you any serious discomfort. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to see any of that. But it's for the sake of justice that we, the new federal state of China, have made this picture public because the friends of the communists are our enemies. They take advantage of all those Western politicians, celebrities, and their families who are greedy for Chinese wealth and threaten them by getting hold of and recording their sex and drug videos, forcing them to sell out their countries and people and even their own national security in order to cooperate with the Chinese Communist Party's world domination. Now, again, that was from Geller Report, and then that came from Gateway Pundit here, uh, as you can see. So, what is the what is the what is the thing that that we're getting at here? Well, we're getting what should be issues that should be prosecuted. Is this stuff not just coming right behind all of the stuff we already know about the Bidens? And why is there no prosecution? Why is there no prosecution? We have that Hunter allegedly has signed off on laptop repairs. Again, this comes from Fox News. And so it seems to be legitimate. But again, I ask, (laughs) you've had this laptop since April of last year. April of last year. And it's just coming out here recently? What's there? I mean, don't you guys find the timing of this stuff a little questionable? That, that's all I'm saying. Don't you find it a little questionable? And why, with the information on there, this is the more, this is the more pertinent question, why with the information on there have there been no indictments? You've had a year and a half. Why have there been no arrests? Just asking the question here. Why no arrests? I could ask this about a number of things. Not just Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. I could ask it about Hillary Clinton. Folks, we got decades of evidence on the Clintons. But I want you to remember something. The man sitting in the White House, after telling you he was going to prosecute them, after telling you that she was, quote-unquote, guilty as hell, after telling you that she was crooked, that the the Obama administration is treasonous, not one person has been prosecuted. Not one. Not one. Why is that? Could it be tied to what he said immediately following his election? We owe Hillary Clinton a debt of gratitude. And then months later would come in and welcome the Clintons and say he was happy to have them there at the White House. He would pray, lavish the praise on them. 
And I can tell you there's the people who are continuously biting at that carrot, trying to get that carrot. Well, he said he's going to bring justice. Well, he said he's going to bring justice. Well, he said he's going to bring justice. And this is why the Durham report is waiting till after the election. Why wouldn't you put that out before? Because the people are hoping. They got that. They've, the Trump administration has learned that the fear porn isn't working. People are waking up to that, so they give them the hope porn. Yet you have no evidence that they're doing anything about it. They're just showing you evidence that the people are guilty and they're not bringing any justice. And what happens to a people who hear the evidence over and over and over? You know what, Rhonda? <clears throat> yep, and I agree. And they are the swamp. I'll be fair about the man. He he should know they're the swamp. He's the one who told you, I'm going to be fair about him. He's the one who told you he was going to drain the swamp. Isn't that what he told you? And yet we've done a show, and I'll put it in the archives. Who's he put in this cabinet? Who's he put in these spots? I'll tell you who he's put in the swamp spots. Swamp people all over the place. Bilderberg attendees, council and foreign relations members. The same kind of swamp people that's been put in there by everybody else. Bill Barr is one of them too. Bill Barr is one of them. He's one of the guys who covered up for the federal agents, the FBI agent, uh, all of them, but specifically the sniper who shot an unarmed woman with a baby in her arms in her head. That's Bill Barr. That's the guy who's supposed to bring prosecution. By the way, Bill Barr and Donald Trump agree on asset forfeiture, which is against the Fifth Amendment. Therefore, red flag laws. In fact, Donald Trump's DOJ under Bill Barr is bribing, basically bribing the states to institute red flag laws. Yeah, but Rhonda, under our Constitution, and I'm answering Rhonda's statement here. Well, there you go. He can't do it by himself. Under our Constitution, do you know who's responsible for the executive branch and Article 2, Section 3, ensuring the laws are faithfully executed? Isn't Bill Barr? Isn't the ATF? It isn't the FBI, the CIA, the DEA, or any of these other alphabet organizations. It's one person. It's the president. If it's not getting done, he can't be pointing the finger at everybody else. Okay, Randy, you want to put me in charge? If you want to vote for me, I don't want the job. But if you want to put me in the White House, you know what? If people aren't doing their job, they get fired. That's as simple as it is. It's as simple as it is. You can't sit here and make statements on the national stage from the bully pulpit and say they're guilty, they're treasonous, they've committed crimes, this, that, and the other, and you don't see that they're prosecuted. My goodness, this is why I don't understand what people don't see. And this this latest thing with the laptop is just the latest example of where you get so much information that points to the criminality that's going on and nobody does anything. There's no justice. I can tell you this, if you or I, the little people as it were, and we're not supposed to be the little people. We're the sovereigns here. The government is we the people. We're just delegating the authority we have as people to men to represent us. 
Okay? They're supposed to do a job. And when they do not do that job, what should happen to them? Do they get a raise? Do they get more time on the job? Or do you fire them? I'm just asking the question, what happens in the real world? You have a business and you have people in there and you have a job description to do. Then what do you do? If they're doing their job, you praise them, you give them raises. You do things because those people are helping you in your business. But when you get in government, for some reason, they can be as crooked and corrupt as a day is long, or they cannot do their job, which is a form of corruption too, seeing it through and using it for political game. I could give you numerous people. I could give you uh, Rashida Tlaib um, up there in Michigan, where this woman, it, it seems very clear, she engaged in some kind of fraud in order to get elected. I could give you Ilhan Omar, numerous documents Numerous things that have been said that implicate her in all kinds of crimes, from immigration fraud to bigamy to misappropriation of funds. I mean, she's given them to her now her husband, whom she was committing adultery with. All of this. And what do we have? We have it being used politically. Donald Trump says of Ilhan Omar, well, this is great because she's just helping me win Minnesota. Okay, well, that's fine and dandy, a a nice side effect. The fact of the matter is there's crimes that's been committed. We have the documentation. The American people have the documentation. How can they not get an indictment? How can they not do that? Explain to me how that works. Because I'd like to really understand that, okay? I'd like to understand that. We have from the conservative treehouse. FBI confirms custody of Hunter Biden laptop and authenticity of the emails. Now, you've seen the emails as well. Those of you who've been following this. According to late breaking information from Fox News, the FBI has now confirmed the seizure of Hunter Biden's laptops and laptops. (laughs) Okay. And confirmed earlier DNI statements that Hunter Biden emails were not part of a Russian disinformation campaign. FBI in possession of laptop containing Hunter Biden's emails and agree with Director of National Intelligence Ratcliffe's assessment that emails were not part of Russian disinformation campaign. The FBI confirms possession of the computers which allegedly contain emails implicating former Vice President Joe Biden in his son's international business dealings. The FBI confirmation comes 12 hours after President Trump requested Attorney General Bill Barr act fast and express support for an appointment of a special counsel. CBS is also confirming the story. Here we have the New York Post. Laptop connected to Hunter Biden linked to FBI money laundering probe. 
Here we see the FBI subpoena of Hunter Biden's computer and hard drive came in connection with a money laundering investigation, according to documents obtained by Fox News. The 2019 papers were verified by multiple federal law enforcement and government officials who reviewed them, but it's unclear whether the investigation is directly related to the Democratic presidential nominee's son. It's on it's on his computer, but we don't know if he's connected to it. Okay. The documents were signed by the FBI Special Agent Joshua Wilson. You remember this guy? This guy is the is the agent whose specialty is in child porn. It's busting pedophiles. This Joshua Wilson. This is this is what this is what he does. Okay. One document was designated as an FBI quote-unquote receipt for property form, which details the Bureau's interactions with the owner of the Mac shop who reported the laptop's contents to authorities. The document has a case ID section, which is filled in with a handwritten number 272D. You got, you got the idea. According to multiple officials and the FBI's website, 272 is the Bureau's classification for money laundering, while 272D refers to money laundering, unknown SUA, or specified unlawful activity, white-collar crime program. One government source says 272D means transnational or blanket, while BA means the case was opened in the FBI's Baltimore office, which covers Wilmington, Delaware, where the subpoena was executed. According to a government official that talked with Fox News, the FBI cannot open a case without predication, so they believed there was predication for criminal activity. I think rightly so. This means there was sufficient evidence to believe that there was criminal conduct. Right? So we've got this. Then we get this yesterday from Patrick Howley over at the National File. Exclusive source. Now, the source is not named. Okay? Biden's daughter, or Biden daughter's diary, details, quote, unquote, not appropriate showers with Joe as a child. Was I molested? I think so. That's sort of the subhead, subtitle here. And there's a picture with Joe Biden and his daughter, and a part of this note that's there, you will have all you desire. Trust. I don't even know what that the word is there. Looks like P-N-U-S-S. I don't know what that is. Trust yourself and your ability to manifest all your all your dreams. You go thus, Ashley Blazik Biden. All right. Blazer, excuse me, Biden. Here's what Patrick has to report, okay? National File has obtained what a whistleblower has identified as a copy of the complete diary of Ashley Blazer Biden, the 39-year-old daughter of Democrat presidential candidate Joe Biden, dating from during the 2020 presidential uh, campaign. Now, I got a question. (laughs) All right, just off the bat, if this is, you know, and you ladies help me out there, okay? You help me out, because I'd never had a diary, right? If guys have something like that, they call it a journal, 
right? <laughs> they have a journal. We don't call them diaries. Um, and I have one for a brief time. But here's the, here's the thing. Women put those things under lock and key, don't they? Do they still do that? You, you buy the diary and it's got the little strap over there. You got to have a key to get into it. And, you know, they hide it in places and stuff. I, I, the immediate question that goes on in my mind is, how did this person get this diary? And do we even know? And look, I like I like Patrick Halley. I think he's uncovered a lot of stuff. I think he's you know made some bombshell reports, uh, some exclusives that he's had. But the immediate thing I ask is, okay, I was looking through here. I didn't see anything that compared handwriting or any of this other stuff either. Okay, young girls do. Thank you, Ron. Appreciate that. <laughs> do old do older girls and women do this too? Do they put it under lock and key? Do they keep a diary? I'm assuming if you're a married woman, you really don't have too much time for that, especially if you have kids. You just don't have a lot of time for stuff like that. Um, you're having to deal with real life. I, I know my wife does. We've got 10 kids. So I know, I know that it's, it's very busy for women. They don't have time to really sit down and carry on with, with those kinds of things too. Um, so here's what we find out from Patrick. He says, National Files also knows the reported precise location of the physical diary and has been told by a whistleblower that there exists an audio recording of Ashley Biden admitting this is her diary. Okay, see, again, this goes to this Alan Perot thing that we had Don on to talk about last week with Extortion 17 and Benghazi. And I'll have that up in the archives at sonsoflibertymedia.com this morning in with when we archive the show there in the, in the article format where you can listen to that. We have audio recordings. We have documents. Well, they may have it. I'm not saying they don't. But, but it's kind of like, well, if you got them, why are you keeping them back? Why not let the people hear it so they can make a, a clear determination that this isn't hearsay or gossip? That's all I'm saying. Again, back to Patrick Halley. In the diary, which our sources say belongs to the former vice president's daughter, the author writes of her struggle with drug use, drug abuse. Ashley Biden's struggle with drugs was widely publicized in 2009. Again, you have uh, you have her with this. You have Hunter Biden with this. A friend of mine, uh, Dr. Andrew Hodges, uh, he is a, a counselor. And I get them mixed up. Psychologist, psychiatrist, something. It's one of those kind of things. But um, what he does is he tries to help people just say what they're saying. And then he sees what they're saying is coming out of their subconscious. A lot of times what they're doing is they're suppressing the truth and unrighteousness, as Romans 1 says. But if he asks the right questions and just lets them talk, they eventually say what's going on. Okay. And we spoke over the weekend, and he was talking about Hunter Biden as one, of why he's doing the things that he believes he has, quote-unquote, survivor's guilt, that that's pressing in on his mind, whatever the case may be. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and justify someone's behavior because of what they went through. You may can understand that. But the fact of the matter is, still, what they're doing doesn't make it right. So with this issue with Ashley, she's got a similar kind of problem. She had a, a, a struggle with drug abuse. Okay, I can speak to that. I 
used to have that problem a long time ago too. Except for me, it was more like it was it was fun. It was I didn't see it as abuse at all. But that was one of the things I was delivered from through the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, it just it was one of those things. Patrick goes on, according to our source, the diary also details Ashley Biden's unhealthy relationship with sex and the, quote, probably not appropriate, end quote, showers she shared as a young girl with her father, Joe Biden. After declaring she was, quote, here for sexual trauma, end quote, in the previous entry on page 23 of the diary dated January 30th, 2019, the author explores the topic of sexual abuse and how it may have led to her overreactive sex drive. I've had one of my hardest days. My sex drive is out of effing control. Like, literally, I am in heat. Okay? I know it's not the healthiest way to deal with things, but at least it's better than drugs. Uh, I guess that depends. I don't know. She needed sex to feel good. Or maybe she needed sex to feel, quote-unquote, loved. That's at least the the indication I get from those who are sexually abused or who give themselves over to that is that they want attention. They want something they should have gotten from mom and dad. Especially dad, if it's a girl. They, they should have gotten real love, not abuse or neglect, whichever one, whichever one the case is. So there are several uh, screenshots of the alleged diary here. And uh, here's the one here uh, where she's writing some of this. There's several others down through here. Um, Patrick writes, The author then explored why she felt this need to have sex, saying she believed she was molested as a child. Here's what she wrote. Was I molested? I think so. I can't remember specifics, but I do remember trauma. Again, she's apparently a very young girl at this time. But, uh, yeah, this is, I, yeah, I don't know. This is what they're alleging she, she wrote. And she lists a series of potential incidents, one of which may have included Ashley Biden's cousin, Caroline Biden. As the author says, she remembers quote, being somewhat sexualized, end quote, alongside a person named Caroline. The author then wrote what she remembers, quote, showers with my dad, quote, that were probably not appropriate. Probably not appropriate. And these are some of the images, those of you who are watching by video, you guys at Red State Talk Radio, I'll have the link up here to the article where you can see the stuff yourself. On page 83, in an entry dated July the 22nd, 2019, the author wrote that she received a phone call from her father, Joe Biden, according to our source, who cried on the phone while expressing his worry for her in the days leading up to July the 30th and 31st Democratic primary debate. Quote, my dad cried on the phone saying he has the debate in a week. And now has to worry about her, she wrote. And he cried. Maybe he knows what he is doing and it's worked, but my feelings of guilt often are overwhelming. 
In at least two entries, the author explicitly identifies herself as Ashley Blazer Biden. You can see these as we scroll through. National File obtained this document from a whistleblower who is who was concerned the media organization that employs him would not publish this potential critical story in the final 10 days before the 2020 presidential election. Makes you wonder if he works for NPR. <laughs> Whoever got this. Because the NPR wouldn't cover the story either. They won't cover any, any, any of this stuff surrounding Biden. National Files whistleblower also has a recording, or he, let me put it this way, says he has a recording of Ashley Biden admitting the diary is hers and employed a handwriting expert who verified the pages were all written by Ashley. Okay, that's good. That's a good step forward here. National File has in its possession a recording of this whistleblower detailing the work his media outlet did in preparation of releasing these documents. In the recording, the whistleblower explains that the media organization he works for chose not to release the documents after receiving pressure from a competing media organization. What? It is the job of the press to expose these kinds of things. That 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 it is not to tell you what the weather's like. I mean they can throw that in there, but that's not really the, the job of the press. The job of the press is to come out, it is to present the facts, it is to hold government accountable. That's really the main job of the press. It is to report on that. It is to say, here's the law, here's what's being done. Do these two things line up? You're right, they are owned, Margie. Six corporations own the majority. At least they own the corporate media, that's for sure. Okay? And this is why I have a question about a lot of this stuff that comes out. Not that I question whether or not Joe Biden is corrupt. I don't have any question about that. Or Hunter Biden, for that matter. Mine is always about the timing here. And they continue to push here the carrot being held out in front of the people, just like me, whether you agree with me or not, okay, on Trump or anything else. You're just like me in the fact that you want justice against the criminals. Okay? You want the Constitution to be upheld. At least you say that. And it's not being done. It's not being done. Real quickly, let's finish out this uh, part here from uh, Mr. Halley's Report here. This diary surfaces after Hunter Biden, the son of Democrat presidential candidate Joe Biden, has been exposed as having underage obsessions. And you remember, Joe Biden had a roommate in college who said that Joe then, in college, had a thing for children. Now, folks, I'm just saying. We talked about this the other day. You know, the Bible presents all kinds of crimes for which you get a capital punishment. You know, there's, there's numerous sexual crimes that, that can happen. And yet there's nothing said about what goes on here with a child. I guess it could be tied under an issue of rape of a virgin. Um, but here's the thing. Jesus was very clear that if you cause one of the little ones to stumble, it's better to have a millstone tied around you. You know what a millstone is, right? It's big. It's heavy. My wife and I have been pulling up 
rocks from the creek down at the back of our property, bringing them up here to sort of landscape right around our driveway. And um, some of these things are probably a couple hundred pounds, and two of us are just straining to get that thing up into the gator to bring them up here. A millstone's a lot heavier than that. And Jesus, Jesus, all you people think that gen, Jesus is gentle Jesus? He's some kind of effeminate guy who just loves everybody. No, no, no. He said, you should take a millstone and tie it around your neck and throw yourself in the sea, then offend one of the little ones. That Jesus. The same Jesus who gave the law. Back there at Sinai? Yep. Since he's God, he gave the law back there at Sinai. The one who reiterated the law in the Sermon on the Mount? That Jesus. He's the one who said that. Now, look. You can either demand what you know because you see it in front of your eyes. This issue with Joe Biden has not been done in a back room. This was the stuff he does with children and other, other men's wives, putting his hands all over them and this, that, and the other, is an indication he knows no boundaries. Okay? It's an indication he knows no boundaries. And that's why I don't have a problem believing if this is truly Ashley's diary, that she thinks something went on there. A lot of times, if there is trauma, people blank that out, or they blank a lot of it out. And then we have other people who can remember every single detail that went on. And now we've got this with, with Hunter, that he has these um, underage obsessions too. Generational sins, if you will. This is why God talks about uh, not taking his name in vain. Somebody made mention the other day, uh, I think it was the lady, I can't remember, the Liz Wheeler, uh, talking about, oh, you can't vote for Joe Biden because this, this, and this. Uh, these kinds of things is saying, well, he's, he's a Catholic. You know, If you're a Catholic, you can't vote for him, and here's why. And she wasn't saying you can't physically go vote. She was saying, here's reasons you can't do that, uh, or you're a Christian, you can't vote for him. And Joe Biden's a lot like a Nancy Pelosi. They'll talk about they're Catholic, but then they're just fine with going and murdering babies in the womb, ripping them apart, dismembering them, and things of this nature. And not just that. It's just their whole handling of anything. It's corrupt. This has happened here. And uh, Patrick Howley uh, finishes out his report on Ashley Biden's diary, and he says this, National File is the media organization that published reports about the Pelosi family's Ukraine dealings and the potentially illegal affairs of Democrat Senate candidate Cal Cunningham believes the public has a right to read these entries that were obtained for National File by Patrick Howley, the reporter who broke the Veterans Affairs scandal and the Ralph Northam racist yearbook photo, which, by the way, let me tell you something about that one, okay? Let me, let me tell you something about that breaking of that. And everybody made that a huge story over what had what was just becoming a really big story that got pushed to the back page, which was Northam was endorsing infanticide. And frankly, 
I think that's a bigger issue than the fact that he put on blackface decades ago. Frankly, I think that's a much bigger story. Okay? But America got caught up in it, and it pushed the infanticide just completely off the front page, which needed to be dealt with, but it wasn't. And why? Because people thought it was the low-hanging fruit that Ralph Northam had wore blackface decades ago. Let's deal with his real crimes. Let's deal with his real crimes against the people of Virginia, you know, with the guns and with the pushing the infanticide and all that. We don't want to do that. We, we want the, the easy kind of raw base kind of stuff that just gets us emotional. But we don't want to bring justice. And I think that's the point of where I'm going with all of this. When I talk about the Hunter Bryden laptop, when, I, when we talk about the fact that Joe Biden opened his mouth along with Leon, uh, Leon Panetta, former defense secretary under Obama, they opened their mouths and identified Navy SEALs, specifically SEAL Team 6, one months before they were shot down, one literally a month before they were shot down. They were very specific, SEAL Team 6. And Joe Biden was one of those guys opening his mouth identifying them. And those guys are dead now. And yet he remained in office. The men who were killed at Benghazi, they're dead now. Biden and Obama remained in office. Hillary Clinton remained in office. Nobody was held accountable. Now why is that? And I'm, look, whatever the political stripe you're on, Put that aside just for a minute, okay, just for a minute, and let's have a conversation. If this was happening at a police department, okay, like a local police department in your area, and it wasn't an issue to where you voted to put police officers in, because you don't do that. They're put in there by a police chief who answers to a city council kind of deal, and that city council is supposed to answer to the people for what goes on in there. Let's just take it to a police. I just want you to back up for a second, get off the political bandwagon for a moment, because you and I should be united around one thing. I don't care if you're a Democrat, a Republican, a rhino, a libertarian, a whatever. I don't even know what all the stripes are. Any of these things. If you're an American, we should be united around the law, right? Can we agree on that? That's where we should be united. And the law is very clear about who executes that, at least at the upper level. But we should be united around the law because that trickles down. Everybody in office takes an oath to uphold that law. If this were happening in a local police department in your town, would you be one to sit back and say, I see the corruption here by this police officer. We've got his laptop. We've got all this stuff on here. We saw that he made all this money in his dealings because of what his daddy was doing in the, in the local city council or whatever the case may be. Or because his dad was the police chief or whatever the case may be. You would say we see that. We see the evidence. We know this is what's going on. And yet these people continue in office. 
And then you get a guy who's elected mayor, and he says, I'm going to deal with the corruption. I'm going to drain the swamp in our city. And the law gives him the authority to make sure those laws are faithfully executed. But he doesn't do it. He calls them criminals. He calls them treasonous. That mayor calls and points out all of the the different bits of evidence that you've already seen. And maybe he knows some evidence that you haven't seen. Are you going to vote for that mayor? Are you going to vote? Are you going to tell your, your city council? Are you going to tell them to start holding the police chief and the policemen who are engaged in this criminal activity accountable and bring them to justice? Which are you going to do? See, if you bring it down local, where all politics really are local, if you bring it there and you get rid of the stripes of right, left, Republican, Democrat, and stuff, you just hold the law up because here's the thing. Here's what the law does. The law doesn't show you who's on the right or the left. It shows you who's on the straight and narrow and who's not. That's what it shows you. So the question is, is this. What are you doing about it besides getting caught up in the game? You know, our founding fathers warned us, and I don't have time to read. I'll put this in the archive as well. Our founding fathers warned us about the two-party system. They called it, a, John Adams called it a great evil. And the reason he called it that was because the two parties play off the people. They're both engaged in a form of tyranny against the people to keep themselves in power and to keep money flowing into them to pad their pockets. And so, ladies and gentlemen, there's no doubt that Joe Biden is corrupt, and so is his son. Many members of the Obama administration are a criminal. In fact, you know, if the president really wanted to undo a lot of stuff, if he really wanted to do that, he would deal with Obama in the fact that he's not a natural-born citizen. Yeah, I know. I'm still bringing that up. It's not a conspiracy theory. Look at the evidence. He would do that. But he isn't doing that. And so you almost have to ask the question, why did Hillary Clinton want Donald Trump at the front of the race with her? Uh, You've heard that old thing. Presidents aren't elected. They're selected. I have a question about that here with Donald Trump, too. And I say... Is this the best we can do, America? Donald Trump, Joe Biden? And we're fixing to find out when people elect, all right? 23 hours, we'll see you then. Adios.